0: Welcome to Gethsemane Sundays from Gethsemane Lutheran Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. The presiding minister is the Reverend Deborah Muter. Music performed by Aaron Smith. The following sermon was recorded September 5, 2020. Praise my soul, the King of Heaven. To His feet your tribute bring. Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven evermore his praises sing. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the everlasting King.
1: The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 18th chapter. Glory to to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, If another member of the church sins against you, Go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector." Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound on heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, you, O Christ. May be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus, who is the Christ. Amen. I want you to go ahead and think about that person. That person would be a friend or relative or an ex friend or an ex relative, or it could be an ex of another kind. That ex coworker or current coworker that acquaintance, whatever it is, that person who, if you never had to see that person again in your life, they could still have a good life, but you never had to deal with them anymore. You know what, I said former and ex. I shouldn't have even said that. It could be a current family member or friend. If you never had to deal with them again and their stuff, your life would be a more pleasant place. Now, again, you're not wishing them any ill. You don't want them to die a horrible death. You just wish you didn't have to deal with them anymore. Okay, I know you got at least one person in your head. And I'm sorry to draw that in on Sunday morning, but it's part of what Jesus talks about with us. Because what Jesus teaches us is we don't give up on anybody. Now, that doesn't mean you still have to be in close contact with that person. It doesn't mean you have to still take, if there's abuse, certainly not take abuse. If there's a problem, you don't have to continue to engage in that problem. But forgiveness is to be offered. Whether it is actually offered to that person in, in, in personal contact, or whether it's something we offer to God and ask for God's help, of course ask for God's help. That is to be done. This reading that we heard today, in fact, all three of the readings fit together on this. They're all about Jesus' approach to dealing with people that we have trouble with. Because Jesus knew, God knows, that we have trouble getting along with each other because we are all human beings. And one of the characteristics of a human being is this brain that tells us that we're right. And funny, but everybody else's brain is telling them the same thing. And there's conflicts. And sometimes the conflicts are small and workable and we get around them and sometimes they're huge and they feel like, as human beings, insurmountable to us. Huge. And Jesus knows that. That's why when he talked to his disciples, he said, somebody sins against you, you need to go talk to them. See, here's what we normally do. This is what our human instinct, our human nature tells us to do. Somebody does something that upsets me, offends me, hurts me, however you want to put it, my natural reaction is to go talk to somebody else about it. Can you believe that he said that or she said that? Right? We want to check it out with somebody else. And we try to justify it by saying, well, I just want to make sure that I'm getting this right. Now, there sometimes our ways that we do that but most often when we do that about other people, the whole purpose, even if we don't realize it at the time, the whole intention is for us to build ourselves up a little bit. This person brought me down. I want to build myself back up. So the natural reaction is to go talk about that person, to ignore them, not talk to them, be mad at them, stay mad, nurse that resentment, that grudge. I'm going to hold on to that. It's building up a wall between me and this person who hurt me so I don't get hurt again, right? That Jesus says, no, that's not how it works. It's so important that it even, by the time Matthew was writing it down, talked about a member of the church. So you think about this, Jesus really, why would Jesus say a member of the church when there wasn't even a church established yet while he's still walking around among people? But it's true for us. It could be a better understood as just anybody who you're around, and especially someone who you're a part of a Christian community with, in the fellowship of the disciples, in them dealing with each other. The first thing we need to do when we have a problem with somebody, if it's possible, is to talk to them and try to make it right. Well, We don't want to do that, right? You know, I noticed this. Last night we went back to Saturday night service, and I noticed the same reaction last night that I'm getting from you all. First of all, who knows what you're reacting, how your reaction is from here now. This is hard stuff. What I'm saying is nobody wants to hear this. I don't want to have to stand here and say it. But I got the job because Jesus talked about it. And we have used this reading. I think we've misused it in some ways. This is the one that you find in the model constitution and in the Gethsemane constitution that says, what if you have a troublemaker in the church? What if you got a problem with somebody in the church? Okay, well, this is what you do. First, you go talk to that person individually. So if you come to me and say, so-and-so did this, said that, I'm going to try and say the best things I can about so-and-so and say, please talk to her, please talk to him. That's what we're supposed to do first. It's the last thing we want to do. We want to go, you know, we want to make it much more intense because we're sure, again, that we're right. Anybody here ever thought they were right and it turns out you're actually wrong and you were surprised? (laughs) Oh, wow, good job. Look at those hands go up. It happens. But we're so convinced, you know, so convinced in your mind that it's right. And yes, we are right sometimes that we got hurt, whether that person meant for it or not. So you're supposed to, this is what the Constitution says, direct quote out of Matthew 18. Then you've got to take it to another level, talk to other people, not in a sense of ganging up, but in a sense of saying, look, this is what's wrong. You hardly really ever have to get to that step. And I want to say something else about this whole progression. We kind of like it because we think we're going to get to be proved right. So I go talk to the person, and they say, by the way, I'm not pointing to Aaron. This is an imaginary person right here. I can put the person over here if that feels better. (laughs) I can say to the person, look, you know, what you said really hurt me, or this was very harmful, or whatever, you know, and have a discussion about it. We may not see eye to eye, but the air is cleared a little bit. It might help, might take care of it. If the problem continues, yes, I can get some help. We can, what does it say? Um... But this is a great part. If, if, it, if the, offender, the offender refuses to listen even to the whole church, let that one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector, which you might think that means Jesus is saying, cast that person out. But stop and think for a minute. What did Jesus do with Gentiles and tax collectors? He associated with them. He ate with them. He hung out with them. He called one of them as a disciple, right? Right? He, not a Gentile, but a tax collector. He talked with them. He engaged with them. He didn't give up on them. So when I say to you, don't give up on people, it also means don't give up on yourself and what God can do inside of you with the gift of forgiveness. Please hear that. Because you could come home, go home from today thinking, oh, I got to be nice to people. Well, yeah, you are supposed to be nice to Ugh, i got to deal with that awful person. You know what? You probably have to deal with that awful person anyway. What if you ask God, ask Jesus every single day and every moment that you're dealing with that person in your heart to help you offer forgiveness as Jesus has forgiven you? How long is the list of debts, indebtedness to Jesus? My arm is not long enough to reach up high for each one of us. In the incredible gifts, ways that Jesus has forgiven us. And he says, Turn to that person around you and offer it. Because when you carry that anger and resentment at somebody else, it's just stewing inside of you and it's not hurting them at all. And then this last part, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. We've taken that to say, Okay, three of us agree that Jesus should do this, let's go right? Right or wrong or anywhere in between. What about Jesus saying, I am there with you to help you through this. It might not be easy for you to forgive and accept one another, but I am there with you. That's what we want and need to hear from the one who took that long, long list of our indebtedness and went to the cross with it nailed all of our sins, along with allowing himself to be nailed on the cross and suffer a brutal and shameful death so we could be completely forgiven of all our sins. When we say to God, you know that sin I did last week? And God goes, what sin? Forgotten, gone, forgiven. God has moved on and said, start your new day, start your new moment, start your new life with the people around you, loving and forgiving. And even when it's hard, God shows us how to do it. The one who died for us, the one who gives us new life today and in the life to come, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Joyful, joyful. The clouds of sin and sadness Drive the gloom of doubt away Giver of immortal gladness Fill us with the light of day This has been a wing Shout production.